That was a long intro, but it's because the song that you're listening to is Play With Me from Extreme. This song was featured in the film Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And on this week's episode, first of all, welcome everyone to 2017. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, this week's episode, uh, we went over Mariah Carey's uh, New Year's Eve performance on ABC. We went over the... Han Solo movie that's coming soon and what movies can retroactively be turned into a musical hope you enjoy spoiler this song right here is a reference to one of them And hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, I'm going to do that again. <laughs> new year, new me. Hello, every. It. Oh, My shit. <laughs> you know, I'm leaving all this in. I'm going to leave all this in. Hello, everybody, everybody, Hello. And welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing on this lovely new year, new episode? Feels good. That's what's up. That is what's up. It feels good. Uh... I think Mariah Carey's performance on New Year's Eve was a good uh, was a good summary of 2016. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see it, but I've heard uh, I heard things, and uh, none of the things were good things. But um, it couldn't have been that bad. I've seen worse performance. I mean, remember when uh, American Idol first came out, and that uh, the Asian cat was this guy's name? Oh, she banged, she yeah. banged that guy. That was a bad performance. But I think that was like on purpose. Like the reason why they televised that was because I think that day when he auditioned, the mm. producers were like, "Oh, people are gonna crack up this about gold. this." This he's is he's also a Trump. He's also a Trump supporter. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I hope, mean, I hope he's got his citizenship. <laughs> um, but I think the reason why this was such a talked about phenomenon was the, the fact that. Throughout the whole night, uh. Ryan Seacrest hyped up this performance. It was nah. like he kept. It was like a, a, a. It was a reminder before every commercial and after every commercial. Like, stay tuned. Mariah Carey is coming up. Uh, she's gonna have this b- 
uh, you know, epic end of year performance. And he just like, I swear to you, I think they said Mariah Carey like 250 times the whole night. It was Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey. And then Mariah Carey comes out and performs and she's not singing. It was a dud. <laughs> you know what's crazy about it? It's like, I'm thinking about Mariah Carey and I never picture her like live kind of thing. I've always heard of her, like, you know, uh, music videos, um, music music videos, uh, probably, like, uh, what else? CDs, stuff like that, Christmas. To me, I've only think about Mariah Carey during Christmas because that's Christmas album that she came out with, with the album. And uh, she loves Christmas. Yeah, I noticed, um, <laughs> I noticed in the... When I was watching the performance, uh, they she was singing that old uh, old Lang Syne song, the the song that you sing every New Year's. Da, okay. na, 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 <laughs> yeah. na, na, that one. I don't even know the lyrics to it. I, mean, oh, I know it. Um, <laughs> I and think I, know it. I noticed her lips were off, mm. so I was like, okay, maybe there's like a delay, or she's lip singing, mm. and then. She just stopped moving her lips, period, and the song was still going. And I was like, wait a minute. She's lip singing. Oh, man. And then I think I thought I was under the impression that um, she knew that she was caught lip singing. And she just like decided to say, fuck it. Kind of like what Ashley Simpson did on Saturday Night Live when she did the little Western dance once she knew that she got caught. But then I'm like. But it's Mariah Carey, though. Like, Ashley Simpson couldn't sing. This girl, Mariah Carey, she is known for her voice. Pipes. Yeah. Like, she's, I think, one of uh, a handful of singers that can actually hit those, like, really, really high notes. Yeah. Like, it's almost humanly impossible to do it, and she can do it. Um, So I was, like, kind of confused. Like, why is she lip singing then, you know? But then I realized, oh, no, she's not lip singing once she, at one point, because her mic... Like, I could hear what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I can find some clips online of the actual oh, performance. Um, Dude, she's, she's known for a part. Oh, that's the song she was singing? Uh, it was like a mix of songs. That was one of them. And she just walked off, like, pissed off as she rolled her eyes. Why would she say that? But that song that you were just hearing in the beginning, that wasn't her singing. That was, like, the audio track. Wow. That was the problem. So, immediately, everyone (laughs) jumped on Twitter and on the internet. I remember I typed in Mariah Carey Uh on Twitter, and it was the number one trending Hashtag at that moment hey, that, that all of you. that was happening. Good for that, you, Mariah. That was happening. You made it. Uh, but I think everyone was under the wrong impression. Everyone kept writing like, "Oh, Maria Car- uh, Mariah Carey's uh, career is over." It's not over, mm. dude. This girl has been famous since I was in elementary school. Yeah, like, bro, she can literally admit that she's never sung a song in her life and that it was actually someone else the whole time. Guess what? She's still a multimillionaire. Like Nelly Vanilli. Like, do you remember when they did MTV Cribs on her house? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, she is rich. <laughs> um, but going back to the to the main point of this story is the fact that I, I think everyone was under the impression that she was lip singing and that she didn't care. I was watching the performance, and I noticed at one point she says on the mic, 
can someone please turn on the monitors? Yeah. And it was during that moment that she just, I think you could tell the, just by the look on her face, like she just said, you know what? Fuck it. This is, this, there's, there's no reset on this. Like that's it. The performance is over. And for those of you who don't know, you know, Pat and I, we went to film school. We, we've experienced uh, things similar to this. Um, basically, I know Pat experienced something similar to this where yeah. he had some audio problems for an event where he was in charge of audio. No, and no, 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 no. No, you weren't in charge of audio. Actually, the responsibility was get, was thrown onto Pat yeah. literally seconds before the event yeah. started. I was just and he was blamed. The, I was supposed to be the... What? The transportation. I was supposed to be the transportation. You were like, supposed to just be an invitee, like yeah. a person invited to the party. Yeah, because it was supposed to be like, oh yeah, you know what? You're a special person, so you don't have like to do VIP. anything. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to do anything. So, but all they wanted me to do was just grab the equipment, bring it from the the school to the actual event. I did that, and it's like nobody knew what to do with the equipment. So I started setting stuff up. As soon as I started setting stuff up. Then um, I end up having to control everything because the people who were supposed to actually do the work didn't want to do the work. And then the person who was in charge of the whole event decided to use uh, wireless equipment, which is not reliable. Mm-hmm. And I think the the syncing was off. Like it, there was like a, a a movie projector playing videos. The audio yeah. was off because it was wireless, and all the blame was put on on Pat for yeah. no reason. And for this situation, for Mariah Carey's situation, the audio guy had 100% of the fault because as soon as Mariah Carey said, can someone please turn on the monitors, that's when I fully understood what was really going on. Now, people who don't know anything about audio, they don't know anything about production or event, you know, like event production, have probably, you know, don't un- really under- fully understand what the situation was. But basically... When Mariah Carey came out on stage, mm-hmm. her mic was connected in through the network, meaning we at home can hear what she's saying on the mic. However, she couldn't hear anything because the monitors, which are the speakers that were supposed to be on the stage, were not on. Mind you, this was supposed to be the biggest New Year's Eve that they've had so far in Times Square. Last year, there was a million people. This year, there was two million people in Times Square. So you can imagine two million people in one little block mm. screaming you're not going to hear shit yeah so you kind of need those speakers because if you can't hear yourself how do you know you're hitting those notes yeah and how do you know that you're on pace with exactly. the fucking song with the song exactly <laughs> cuz there were times where she did try to sing even with the monitors off mm-hmm. and she wasn't on the right part of the song like you could tell the song was moving faster than she was so it was at that point i realized oh she can't even hear herself that's the problem and um, there were times where you could see that she was she kind of attempted to like hit notes uh-huh. with her voice, but then at one point she just said, "Nah, it's like, it's, just, it's just not gonna work." And you then, know what? I this is why she should just had a live band. Maybe that would have helped if but, she would have had a live band. No, nah, it didn't matter because the monitors were not on. <laughs> like right. even if she had a live band, like she still needed to hear herself. Yeah, it would have just been it would have just been not only her fucking up, but everybody else would have yeah. been fucking up too. So 
Now, don't get me wrong. I know everyone says that Mariah Carey is a diva. I don't know her personally. Maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. And I'm not trying to sound like I, I'm defending her because I'm not a I'm not a fan of her music. Mm-hmm. But I get what happened, and I don't think it was her fault. I think whoever was in charge of that audio did not do an audio check like they were supposed to. They didn't do a mic check. They let her go in without checking the mic. Without checking if the speakers were on, and that's what ruined everything. Nobody said check, 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 check. It was just a really quick. You just go out there. It's what we do every time we record a podcast. Yeah. We check the mics. Yeah, Can check, we hear check, it? Check, 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 check. Mic check. One, two, one, two, and that's it. You record, and nobody did that. And you would think that on this night, the last night of the year, the one performance that's going to be televised all throughout was that the world. The last performance? That was the, that was supposed to be the epic grand finale. Ryan Seacrest said so many times, Who like, was... "Oh, we're going to end the show with Mariah Carey." It was supposed to be like the epic finale. They could have had more people. I mean, they could have had somebody else. Dude, it was so bad. Like we were watching it, and I was watching everything unfold, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is this is really bad because this is live." And then we have uh, we have DVR, so we were able to rewind it oh, and watch no. it again. And it was worse the second time because you really get to see like all the details in her face, like in her expressions. And what was hilarious? Oh, so that was sarcasm when she said it gets no better than this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> everything she said. She even said at one point on the mic, she said, "Can I have a holiday too?" Like she was pissed. Like. She was furious. So, yeah, everything that she said was totally sarcastic. What was funny, though, was that right after the performance, they cut back to Ryan Seacrest. And he's like, yeah, the great and wonderful Mariah Carey. She's such a uh, showstopper. And, you know, everyone that like, dude, obviously you were either not paying attention or everything you just said was scripted because you did not mean any of that stuff. You did not see the show that we just saw. Exactly. (laughs) And what was really funny was that. Like that, all of that was happening on ABC. And then, meanwhile, on CNN, I don't know if you know, but Kathy Griffin and Kathy Griffith and uh, uh, what's his name? Anderson Cooper. Uh Every year they have their own uh, New Year's Eve thing. And it's also on Times Square. And their stage is like like several feet away from where Ryan Seacrest does his thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wait a fucking minute. So are they just, uh, are they going to perform too? Or no, 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 no. Like they have nothing to do with the ABC one. Oh, they're just okay. like their show is just their show. But you happen to, you could see Ryan Seacrest sometimes in the background doing his thing. Oh, okay. They just happen to be like on the same stream when they're recording. And um, it was funny because I guess while that performance was happening on CNN, you know, Anderson Cooper and Kathy, Kathy Griffith, they weren't even paying attention because they were just like talking to the camera, doing their own thing. Yeah. Later on, after Mariah Carey's performance, um, Anderson, I like I switched back to CNN and Anderson Cooper was uh, asking Kathy Griffith, did something happen with Mariah Carey's performance? Like everyone's talking about it now. And then some another host from CNN, like a British guy, went on <laughs> and he explained everything. He's like, yeah, yeah, I was over there. And uh, apparently there was some like audio uh, problems that they had. And then Mariah Carey just kind of like uh, she just like stopped the whole performance and didn't perform and chose not to perform. And like her dancers try to continue the performance, that's, but she didn't want to. That's not what happened. But it was funny because he's telling the story mm. And the reaction on their faces are like, 
what that just happened now like it, it was so like like me telling my friends what happened like it was the same reaction like <laughs> did that just really happen right now we missed it like it was like like friends gossiping with each other on live television you know what's funny about what uh you just starting off this this reminds me of when um i went bowling with my family this happened a long time ago and um <clears throat> we're going bowling whatever and my cousin she she what you call it she saw that i when i went bowling i slipped and i crossed the line and i got like a strike but the 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 little machine never counted my slip when i crossed the line so she, so she was like oh let me do it too so she grabs the the ball and she tries to slip but when she goes onto the actual like uh the part where you're supposed to drop the ball she fucking busts her ass but it was like to the point that the ball guided her body <laughs> To the point that it was like flat in the air until she just fell on the floor. Boom! Now everybody in the whole bowling alley was looking. She looked around with wonderment and then just start running. And yo, I, I nobody in our in our line like in our family were laughing. All I know is that her brother was like saying like uh, saying her name. But the funniest thing about that is that her her nephew was saying because he didn't see it. He says. What happened to Farah? Oh, shit, I said her name. Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What happened? What happened? She was, he was just looking around. And, yo, I just could not stop laughing because his face was just like, he was wondering what happened. And I was just looking at him like, oh, man, you just missed it, man. You just missed it. Oh, I was God. in tears. She ran to the bathroom. Didn't see her in like 15 minutes. She came back out. We all had to ignore it, but, man. I wanted it so bad to just be like, I saw what you did out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she remembers that, but uh, I just want her to know that I remember that 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 day vividly, because I've never seen somebody hit the ground like that in my life, and uh, I like to thank her for that. But damn, I mean, we should get over that. I mean, she's a billion, a millionaire, multi-millionaire, multi-millionaire. This girl has how many platinum records? Yo, but how many she's gold taking records? more L's singing than anybody who i know really yeah because this same thing happened to her when she was performing live on a um like one of these good morning america shows like they're saying like uh i guess she must have thought that they were going to use the audio from the track but then they used the actual voice and she was supposed to hit those high notes and she didn't and they show like the the actual her actual no you know what i would say that this has happened to her and britney spears yeah, she but she recovered from that one by having another performance, and she did hit that high note. Like there was no audio playing when she hit the high note, so I was like, "Oh, well, she still got it." So I know that she has it; like she can do it. It's just that I mean, the audio person just messed up. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe this is Beyonce's uh, plan. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't count her out. I'm not counting out Beyonce. Beyonce or uh, what was the name of her ex? Uh, shit. Nick Cannon. Cannon. Nick Cannon. It could be him, too, but probably both of them in cahoots. Maybe they're part of the Black Illuminati. They could be. <laughs> I don't put it past them. I don't put it past those, uh, those what you call it. I, they said that Nick Cannon, I mean, at one point, the, the rumor was that Nick Cannon owns uh, Nickelodeon or something like that. And I'm like, come on now. He owns Nickelodeon? The same guy who's hosting one of these, uh... These talent shows, talent. yeah. <laughs> One of these talent shows. Come on now. 
If I own Nickelodeon, I'm not hosting no, uh, what you call it, no talent show. I'm in the Poconos. I'm chilling <laughs> in the Poconos. That's what I'm doing. The Pokey News. The Pokey News. That's what I'm doing. The Pokey News. Um, all right. Mm. Uh, next up, we got some movie news. Um, yeah. And we also have a correction to make. We said in the last episode that the DP from Arrival was going to be the director of the Han Solo yeah. movie. And it's not. He's just going to be the DP. Yeah, he's just going to be the DP of it. <laughs> and I thought it was Rod- uh, Richard Deacons or Roger Deacons. What is his name? Like something Bradford? Um, Bradford? Yeah. Bradford Young. Bradford Young. Was the DP for Arrival. Mm-hmm. The other guy was the DP for like all the other movies, like Sicario, Prison. I thought it was the same DP for all those movies. Mm. No, it was just for Arrival. He's going to be the DP for the Han Solo movie. Movie is still going to be directed by Phil Lord and Chris, uh, Christopher and Miller. Still going to be same. a whole bunch of slow dollies. Yeah, a whole bunch of slow dollies. Absolutely. Can't wait. Uh, but, we, you, you know, we do have some movie news. Um, Woody Harrelson is in talks to play a character in the Han Solo film. Uh, the rumor is uh, if he does accept the role, that it's going to be more of like a mentor type of character to Han Solo, which I'm super excited about. I think if if I if I had to pick someone who showed Han Solo the ropes, Woody Harrelson is exactly the first person I would think of. Do you think that uh, Han Solo will have to kill Woody Harrelson? You think so? I don't think kill. I don't see Han Solo as like a killer, but someone who definitely like stabbed him in the back. But like in, so he's gonna do the Batman for la- thing? for for lack of a better word, in a friendly way. It's kind of like, do you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt tricked that blue guy into making him think that he had that ball, and at the end it was like a troll toy yeah. that was inside, something like that, oh. where it's like he kind of tricked him and got away, but they're still like. Like cool with each other, not cool with each other, but like they're still like they got respect old. for each other. Yeah, kind of exactly, exactly. I think it's gonna be one of those types of relationships. Uh, I think he's gonna try. I think he's gonna kill him. I think. I think maybe he's gonna win the Millennium Falcon off of this guy. Ooh. Well, I, I think that's a good plot. Yeah, it would be. Well, he. We might. You said uh, in last week's episode that. Uh, he might do the 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 castle run the castle, the castle run. run. That I I'm I'm sorry I'm not I'm not saying that that's a theory anymore. It has to be done. If it is not done, <laughs> I'm gonna hate you know this what? movie. The castle run is the equivalent to in Rogue One, Darth Vader, his scene in Rogue One. If they don't show it, it it uh it never existed. Exactly. Be- like yeah, dude, that's the number one like ongoing joke with Han Solo's. It made the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. What the hell is the Kessel Run? No one's ever seen it. So you have to do it. Even in The Force Awakens, like he, uh, the girl says, oh, this is the Millennium Falcon. This is what made the Kessel Run in 14 parsecs. And he's like, 12. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, like, sarcastically, 14. Wait, you know what's crazy about that shit? If 14 is still low and he said 12, that means I want to know what the standard was. What's the, what's the standard? Cause if she so I'm thinking 14, 12 parsecs probably means time. Yeah. 
because he did it in 12. She yeah, said 14, and he saw that as like an insult. But somebody said that park sex in real life means something totally different than what it is in a Star Wars universe. But I think it's time, unless they try to fix that by actually showing it. But um, you see, that's why that's why we got to see it in the movie, man. There's all these questions. Well, we ain't gonna be able to see it until 2018, May or it says May or either December. I'm Ooh, thinking December. I want to do a little fan fiction right now. Mm. Han Solo steals or wins the Millennium Falcon mm. by doing the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. I think he cheats. You think he cheats? Yeah. You know what? I think the 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 Kessel Run is gonna be. An hour long, just like how they did in the first. Uh, I mean, the the ones that came out in two thousand, where they had a young Anakin doing that whole race. On oh, the pod racer. That, that that pod race was like an hour long. I didn't even know it that it was an hour long of just him racing, and they showed each lap, <laughs> each free. I didn't have to see each lap, but they showed each one. I don't want to see each lap of this. Uh, I hope that is only give it thirteen, thirteen minutes, fifteen minutes. That's good for uh, a race scene. I mean, even in Fast and the Furious, they don't even show races anymore. <laughs> so I don't expect to see a race in this movie. I want to see him uh, doing some uh, smuggling. He's a smuggler. He's a pirate. That's He's a pirate. That's what I want to see him doing some pirating because they didn't really show him doing. I mean, it was a war, which is uh, which is understandable that he didn't do any pirating in the uh, the original three. But come on. I mean, he did some pirating in The Force Awakens. Yeah. He stole back his goddamn <laughs> ship. I would like to see him do some pirating in this one. At least something. I want to see, like, I just, I, it, it needs to make sense on why he's such a badass. I, just like how, how you said before, uh, Lucas gave us these characters that had this rich history. And we're just supposed to be okay with it. Like, he did this. He done all this other stuff. But that was their... But now they're in their, what, what do they call that? The golden age now? So they're not really doing that kind of stuff anymore. They're just, they're just remnants of the people who they were before. I want to see them in their age of when they, what they are now. Yeah. Like, I want to see them in action doing their thing. In their thing. prime. Yeah, in their prime. I want to see uh, Han Solo doing some stuff. I want to see him when he, not really, you know, I don't even care about him meeting uh, Chewbacca. I really want to see him and Chewbacca already have a friendship because I'm sick and tired of these movies with the oh this is how they, this is how Harry met Sally fuck that I don't care about how Harry met Sally I want to see how they're both uh, going around what are they doing I want to see how they're acting how they're chilling and stuff like uh, Bad Boys you never really you you never see how they became friends they talk about it but they're already there they already have the friendship friendships already there. They're they're cops and now they're doing some other stuff. But I kind of would like to see. I don't want to see like, it, man. him and and Chewy like they're they're <laughs> not friends or. But the, you see that's part. But that's, or at least him and Lando Calrissian. Okay, I think. Uh, okay, if they show uh, him and Lando already uh, as friends, maybe Chewy could be cool. Like if they uh, they show like the birth of him and Chewy, I can I can see that as respectable. But I just don't want to see all three of them like whoa. Look at all three of us. How did we get in this situation? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see what you call it, Zoe Deschanel in this movie. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see awkwardness. There should be not. There should not be no awkwardness in this movie. They're badasses. P- point blank. They're they're badasses. So I should not see any anything different from these guys. 
That's it. Um, another thing is, um, we were saying how Rogue One was like a war film mm-hmm. and um, kind of deviated from like the themes of the Star Wars movies. They need to do the same thing with this one. Oh, this definitely. one, I, I can see it as like a Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. meets Casino Royale type of thing where it's like really nice sick adventure Mm -hmm. but add some comedy into it make it funny you know it's han solo like some of the shit that he says is really funny yeah we shouldn't see i mean if they if they throw in a jedi whatever but i really want to see like well he's skeptical he's skeptical about that he he himself has not seen jedis in a while because in in episode four when he meets Luke, Luke is Obi Wan is training Luke to be a Jedi on the Millennium Falcon. He's show, he's showing him how to use the 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 lightsabers, and Han Solo is kind of like laughing at him, like like look at you training with a lightsaber. Oh, so, so he's kind of like he hasn't seen it. So I think I don't know. I think he was probably born on a planet far away from all yeah, this stuff that's happened. That's what I'm saying I, what I think what should happen is that I think the Imperial uh, Army. Should just be like police officers kind of way. Like they should be like uh, just how you how you were talking about in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, like how the British mm, soldiers, yeah, like they were just they were just police in the place. They're not really there all the time because that's why pirates can do their thing. So if you see any like imperial or if you see the whites, that mean that say okay okay now we got these guys to worry about rather than worry about the guys who we're trying to steal stuff from. We got to worry about these guys. So you might see like them trying to work together to try to get rid of these guys and then go back on to smuggling or something like that. Right. I like to see something like that. But very little. I think it, yeah. it should be very little because, yeah, like going back, like Rogue One was such a, a war movie. Now this one should be to take a totally different direction and not even talk about the Empire. It should be yeah. like the underworld, mm-hmm. like the smugglers. You know, they stay away from the Empire. They're, like, hidden from all this stuff. You know, they... And you uh, you, you were talking about Bubba Fett. Oh, we, yeah. We man. gotta see him. We gotta He's see, gotta be in there. We gotta see a confrontation between him and Boba Fett. It has to be one of those, like, near-death experiences. I would... I want to see... And I know they're, they're gonna have to show it is, like, a card game between Han and Lando. Because Lando Calrissian... Because they, they win stuff off of bets. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Everyone forgets, but in Empire Strikes Back, when they go to the Cloud City, Lando Calrissian runs that whole Cloud City. And they even say in the dialogue in the movie, oh, he won that job through a card game. A card game. He's the president of that whole city (laughs) because of a card game. So that means Lando is a guy that really likes to bet. So I think... They need to have that relationship where, like, they're friends, mm-hmm. but they do backstab each other. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they're still cool with each yeah. other type of thing. But they're constantly betting on everything. Like, they, you know. And if and if I'm wrong, I think Hans... Actually, now that I think about it, no. Woody Harrelson shouldn't have the Millennium Falcon. I think Han won the Millennium Falcon off of Lando. Really? I think that's something that's mentioned in the Empire Strikes Back. I gotta watch it again. Well, I mean, Lando did fly it. Uh... Yes, he did. He did win it off of Lando Calrissian because in the movie Empire Strikes Back, Lando says when when Han Solo arrives at the Cloud City, and he's like, he's like, oh, have you been taking care of her, like the Millennium Falcon? And he's like, hey, I want her fair and square. You see what I mean? 
This dude gives us these rich history, <laughs> man. And we're just supposed to be cool with it. Was he ever going to tell us these parts? <laughs> I don't think he's ever. He was never going to tell us this, this part of the movies. If he never gave it to Disney, we, but we I'm glad. Known. But you see, I'm glad that it's someone else who's telling us these stories because I think they're adding more. They're adding more flavor to it. But yeah, I'm excited for this Han Solo movie. If Woody Harrelson gets the job, I'm going to be super happy. Uh, we got Donald Glover playing Lando Calrissian, yeah. which is going to be awesome. He's already uh, pr- uh, freaking make dressing up for the role this guy's hanging around everywhere with the mustache really? he's got the lando mustache you know it's crazy because he went to i think it was comic-con or something and um when he was at comic-con the star wars movie the rogue one just came out and then that's when they announced that he was going to be playing lando and he didn't know <laughs> that they announced it so everybody at comic-con was like bum rushing him for like autographs and stuff and he just you know because Donald Glover is one of those, like, he doesn't really, like, he, he'll do good on stage and stuff, but he he really likes to keep to himself. Yeah. So, t- to him, like, people were like, oh, you're going to be playing Lando. And he, t- he was by surprise, like, what do you talk about? What do you mean? Like, he knew, but he didn't know that everybody else knew because of the Rogue One thing. So, it was like, God damn it. <laughs> so, he was he was taken by surprise and shocked by that. But, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> Congratulations, man. I mean, who else could they have gotten to play it? There's only like so many black youths out there. They could have either it would it could have either been you or the dude who plays the uh, Creed, who was in Creed, or who else? Who I else? think he would have been good. The guy in Effin, he's already took he already taken that spot. Who else could have? I think the guy from Creed would have been great. You think he would have been better than uh, Donald? I don't Glover? know, because Donald Glover, I've only seen one side That's of him, human. which is the funny. Yeah. So. To and see him, really is not that. Uh, he's that, more like a swab, yeah. like ladies' Cold man. 45, and I bro. haven't seen him. I haven't yeah. seen him play that type, so I don't know. But just based off of what I've seen from Michael B. Jordan, I could, I, I could totally see it. Yeah, the way he was like romancing the girl in uh, Creed, I'm like, yeah, that's that. that's a Lando right there. He could have. I, I mean, yeah, you know what? He probably would have been a better Lando than Donald, but yeah. Yeah, but like I, I, I I'm still I I still love yeah. Donald. The like, fact I that mean, he took that spot, I was like, yo, that's that's what's up. Because I can't see anybody else. Oh, I mean, uh, what other black act? Oh, I saw Race. That guy could have been in it. Any other guys from uh, uh, Straight Outta Compton? <laughs> Any of them could have been in it, except the dude who played Easy E. He's a little too short. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a little too short. But other than that, everybody else they could have got it. Suave, man. That's all you need to be. Just suave. Just look at Coke 45 commercials. That's it. How about Coke? You just got to remember that when, when Lando first meets Princess Leia, his first words were, Hello, who do we have here? <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's literally his first line when he meets uh, oh my God. the princess. Hello, who do we have here? Would that be considered sexual harassment? Oh, I don't know. We gotta, be ask, we gotta ask the you know sexual what? harassment manager, uh, Martin. <laughs> Martin. We should do. We should do one of you. See how they did the walking thing in New York with the girls walking around and she was getting sexual oh, yeah. harassed. We should do that one, but we should do it like in a desert area, but it's in Star Wars. <laughs> if somebody's dressed as uh, Princess Leia, 
And you just see like somebody as Lando Calrissian, but his blurred face. And he said, "Hello, what do we have here? How about some Colt forty-five? And we just have like different Star Wars characters just doing. You know what? The feminists would go crazy. Oh my god. Maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> but I think that would be pretty funny. Uh, Amelia Clark from Games uh, Game of Thrones, Who's that? Uh, the Dragon Queen. She's in the movie. Uh, the lady who was, um, she was in the Terminator movie. Yeah. She's going to be in the movie, and her role still has not been revealed. So. Who could she It's going to be a mystery on who she's going to play. She's going to die. I think so. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's only been one uh, spinoff of uh, Star Wars, but Disney killed all the original characters in that movie. So, I'm thinking that all the characters in this Han Solo movie... If they're not in the main uh, story, they're just going to die. <laughs> That's my thing. That's my thoughts. She's going to die. And that's why I think Woody Harrelson's character is going to die, too. Something needs to make Han Solo into, like, heartless, kind of. Like, kind of like, uh, oh, is every man for himself. And I think Woody Harrelson is going to teach him to be uh, good at it, and then when he dies, it's gonna teach him. That's gonna teach him how to be heartless, because he doesn't have anybody else in the world but Chewie. They're also probably gonna show a young uh, Job of the Hut. Huh. What's it gonna look like? So it's just gonna be like a, a sperm, you know, a skinnier worm. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be weird. <laughs> that's gonna be weird. Because remember, like, if they're going to show this underworld, they got to show Jabba because Jabba's like one of the gangsters yeah. of this underworld. And they're probably going to show a young version of Greedo. Um, okay. So, super excited about that. Uh, moving on. I hope they don't do CGI with, with Jabba. Oh, God. Yeah, please. That we, We've seen that and it's like We good. want the real deal. We don't want no CGI. All right. Um... Mm-hmm. So for 2017, uh, Pat's come up with a lot of good ideas of topics that we'll be covering throughout the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them is uh, what movie can retro retroactively be modified so that it can actually be a musical. Yeah, Think just about because uh, I saw a trailer for La La Land, and you know what? I want to watch that movie, man. I'm gonna watch that movie just because I saw the. The interview between Ryan, I'm gonna say Reynolds again, Ryan Gosling and uh, Emma Stone, Emma Watson, Emma Stone, Emma Stone, and I saw the interview between both of them, and it had nothing to do with the movie, but uh, the interview was pretty cool. It was like, oh, look at these two, they're funny, they're they're funny uh, people. Nah, Ryan Gosling ain't funny. He's Canadian, so I mean, I just want to watch the movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a gander at it. I may not watch it in movie theaters. I may watch it when it comes out on. Um, Nah, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even rent it. I'll probably watch it when it's on HBO or something. So that's like in what, three months, six months? Do you really want to watch this movie or not? Nah, <laughs> not really. I still I wanna watch it, but until somebody until they put all the clips on YouTube of them just I just wanna see what's these songs that they're playing because uh also I saw that um John Legend's in the movie and he plays the bad guy in the movie. And I'm like, huh, this is funny. This is a must watch. And uh they, and he was talking about the music, and 
he says that Ryan Gosling's character is more of a a free spirit, and he wants to make like uh, music that's uh, inspirational. It's supposed to be like a spinoff of jazz, but John Legend's character is more of like a jazz player, a uh, traditional jazz. And you know what? I kind of like that kind of like bluesy jazz kind of music. And I want to hear hear the music that they play on it. I could just download the song on Spotify, but I just need to I need to visually see it too. I need to see these these actors uh, dancing, and I need to see all that other stuff because nobody in the world is really ever that sync. I've never met a girl, and I'm like, hey, let's dance together, and then we're dancing in sync. That we're doing like pirouettes, and uh, I'm doing the dirty dance and hold you up kind of thing. Sometimes these girls are heavy. And you just can't say it. So what movie could retroactively become a musical? I'd say Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The movie already has music in it. Yeah. Because they're both they both play rock music. They both like rock music. There's actually a really cool eighties rock sequence when they're in the shopping mall. Um and they change the world through their music. Yeah. Their me- and their message was be excellent to each other. Yeah. If they could turn that into a song, I'd, I'd sing it. <laughs> but uh, how would this movie be turned into a musical? Well, first of all, quick uh, summary of those who haven't seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. This is an 80s comedy movie uh, about time travel. These two characters who are in high school are afraid that they're going to uh, end up flunking their history class. If they flunk their history class... They're never going to see each other again. So they get a visit from George Carlin, not George Carlin himself, but a character played by George Carlin. And um, he's he gives them this time machine. And the reason why he gives them the time machine is because if they end up flunking, never seeing each other, they're not going to change the world like they did in this alternate uh, future. What's supposed to happen is they they end up changing the world through their music. So they take the time uh, machine. They go back in time. They kidnap. They pretty much cheat. The movie teaches you that if you cheat, you can change the world. Because yeah. instead of just using the time travel to take time to just study, yeah, they end up going back in time and just kidnapping all these historical what figures. They, what they did is basically like, let's say that you have the SAT in front of you, right? Rather than figuring out the problem like what's 2 plus 2 equals 4, what you do is you grab the number four magically and you just throw it at the you just throw it at the teacher. Like there you go. That's the answer. You don't even you don't even do the sheet and you get an A. They say you pass. Like, I can't believe this. He magically got the number four and just threw it right in front of us. This guy's a genius and that's it. Even though everything else he he's failed in. Cause I guarantee you that's not the only class that they're failing in. <laughs> and uh they end up uh, kidnapping all these historical figures like Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. Napoleon, uh, Joan of Arc, Billy the Kid. And they bring them to modern uh, USA and uh, they end up passing and they end up changing the world, I guess. But um, how can we turn this into a musical? Well, first, we got to give Keanu Reeves some singing lessons because yeah. I think hearing him sing might kind of bum us out. And we got to give him. Was he in love with somebody? They, uh, they were both in love with somebody. Oh no, no, they 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 went back in time and fell in love. And when they were gonna pick up, was it Joan of Arc? They yeah. they were like two British princesses yeah. that they ended up falling in love with and brought them back in time too. Which 
totally goes against the Geneva Convention or whatever time traveler's guide uh, uh, rule that you don't go back in time and you don't change anything. They actually, this whole movie breaks rules because they actually grabbed the people from their time and brought them to the future. So all rules, are, all the rules that you know about time travel, they're gone. Throw them out the window before you watch this movie because they basically just break everything. But um, uh, Bill and Ted... I believe that they need to have a uh, a love ballad song, both of them. They need to have a, and I'm thinking. Um, well, we were saying earlier mm. that each of the characters would have a different type of genre. Yeah. So if this really was a musical, it yeah. would probably be the funnest musical to watch because it's not one style of music. Oh no, uh, you yeah, got Bill and Ted, which is obviously going to be like '80s rock. '80s rock. You love got. You got Billy the Kid would probably be like like some type of country music. Country music. Uh, you got Beethoven, which obviously it's yeah, going to be Beethoven. classical music. Yeah. Uh, you got Sigmund Freud, which I think we ended up saying it was going to be like Du Haas yeah. or what's the name of that group that sings that? Oh shit! I keep on thinking about Prodigy, but that's not them. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? Du Haas, Voss. If Ramstein. You, Ramstein. If you've ever seen uh, a Blaze, uh, Blaze movie in the nightclub, that's the that's the kind of music <laughs> that uh, he would be playing, guaranteed. Um, what What about Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln would have we said uh, like a Bruce Springsteen Bruce. type of feel to it. Yeah. Um, Sigmund Freud. No, that was Sigmund Freud. Yeah. It was a Duhast. Joan of Arc would have like some European club music. Yeah. She would Man, be like a what's old, that girl like 90s techno. Her face. Oh, that's what you're thinking. I was thinking oh. about the girl who doesn't show her face. Oh, Sia. Singel. Sia. 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 I was thinking of like Is she European, like Euro pop, Euro no. like. How about Bjork? There we go. That's it. She'll be like. <laughs> I am a hunter or something. <laughs> Or tiger or something. She was something. Or a panda. She turned into something in that video. I have no idea. Yeah, she'll she'll turn into something. She'll be uh she's a warrior, so she'll probably just turn to a warrior. Uh it'll be that. Who else? Billy oh we already say Billy the Kid. Um I think that oh Genghis Khan would be like something South Korean. <laughs> we'll have uh the South Korean trap music. Even though he's not even South Korean. He's not South Korean. Um I know what it probably sounds racist, but it's not. Cause yo that the music is dope. If you guys have never heard the music from, uh, I think they call Killer Wells or something. Killer Well, Killer Well, Killer Well. Who? Just This is one of their songs. This yo, jump rap sounding extra, extra, extra lame. Could you imagine Gangnam Style looking straight at the camera and doing something like this? Rap in South Korea, that's where we fucking be. Fuck. Sicky got me. Actually, this would be Genghis Khan's guys, <laughs> and then when we get to Genghis Khan, go to the guy with the deep voice. Oh, oh, the one that sounds like that. Get to the guy with the deep voice. You gotta get to, you gotta, cause you see Genghis, cause at this point, what happened was that uh, you see that. They got captured by Genghis Khan's men. So now they're in the tent, whatever. And then all they just rap it in front of them. And then Genghis Khan's about to come out. And then you start to hear 
the lights go down or they turn off the lights. And but what's funny is that the the, the guy in this song that has a deep voice, he kind of stops the track. He's like, "Whoa, hold up, hold yeah. up, hold up." It's kind of like something that Genghis Khan would do. Yeah. Like, hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Yes. <laughs> let's see, let's see where it's at. Oh, right here, here. right here. This is Genghis Khan. This is Genghis Khan right here, everybody. Enjoy. Hey, yo, yo, hold up, hold up. Bring that beat back real quick, man. Yo, y'all can't do this without your boy Flo, man. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I don't know, she'll be married to the game. I can throw on that with the blue cape. Mm, cold wax, butter, 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 like an Asian guy that works at IT for some computer Dude, company. He does not like match. he's skinny, he's scrawny, he has absolutely no facial hair. Dude, like this baby looks- face, twenty year old. And he sounds like this. So this dude, he sounds. What's that, what's that line oh, he sounds like he came out of Wu Tang. Yeah. What's that line for oh. He makes a hundred men sound like a thousand. <laughs> He is what you call it. <laughs> I am with the force and the force is with me. I am with the force and the force is with me. Dude, it's like, yeah, that, that'll be uh, Genghis Khan, which I think. Donnie Yang. Yeah. If the movie was today, filmed today, he oh. should play Genghis Khan oh, rapping yeah. like that. Oh, hell yeah. And he knows perfect English. He knows English now. Well, Genghis Khan didn't even speak uh, No, he didn't. He was uh he was just grunting the whole movie. Yeah, just, he was uh, the whole movie. But it'd be funny if he was just grunting and then all of a sudden, uh, oh my god, dude! And yo, he start breaking. Oh my <laughs> gosh, dude! That's all you need, dude. It'd be a dope ass movie if they do Bill and Ted. All they have to do is just turn it into a musical. If that's the way the world is going right now, because you say that uh, what's the guy's name who did uh, who directed uh, Scott Pilgrim? Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. He's doing a, a musical, and you know what? I can see I can see him doing a musical after doing Scott Pilgrim. I can definitely see him doing a musical. Um, you know what? I would like to see Wes Anderson do a musical. I like that would him. be a Bjork uh, type of musical. <laughs> <laughs> I think the movie would start Bjork. Yeah, man. His his musicals would be, man. Abstract for real, man. It'll be one of those things. Like, it would it would look like that video uh, that uh, from Jamiroquai. The whole oh, movie would look like that. Hell yes, <laughs> hell's yes. Oh my gosh, it would definitely be that Jamiroquai video. <laughs> and you know what's crazy about that? It'll be it'll be that to the point that you have to go online and go on Reddit and see if anybody else got something else from it, and somebody would get something totally different. Everybody would get something totally different from it. So, nah, man. You think that it was the, the what you call it, it was the, what's that dude's name who wrote that, uh, that, the one that Jamiroquai's video was based off of was, uh, Cold oh, the Ed, Raven. Oh, Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. But it, now you think it was that, but really, that was a Shakespeare play that he never put out, but I read it. Cause it's on Reddit right now. People will come out with some mysterious things, just like lobster. <laughs> I forgot uh, the dude who was here, Scott. Last week, he said that he went on Reddit. I actually went on Reddit afterwards, and I was reading other people's uh, review of the lobster. And yeah, I see. I'm like, okay, I see what everybody got from it. But for the most part, it's like 
I take it for what it is. It's face value, and the movie's cool, but it would have been better if I would have got a conclusion. Dog, it's like it's like you're having sex, and then uh, she, the baby starts crying, so you got to get up. You got to, yeah, I can't. <laughs> we can't do it anymore. Baby's crying. She got to go take care of the kid, and I'm just, yeah, the moment's <laughs> over. So, yo, watch. Have you watched it? No. no watch no. the movie, man. Watch the movie, and let me know what you think, because it's lackluster. If the movie doesn't have a good ending, I don't think it's a good movie. What What other movie do you think could retroactively become a a good musical? Um, I was gonna say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but they already got that on tour. So that's already a musical um, Christmas tour. Yeah, they they do that for kids. Um, what's another movie? Are the Muppet movies musicals? Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, what movie could be a musical? Die Hard. The first one. First one could be a musical, possibly, like uh, Evil Dead. You saw Evil Dead? Not the musical that you saw. You didn't? I wasn't there. Who else was there? I think you went with Mike and Delgado. Oh. That movie, that musical was uh it was well done. It was funny. It was campy. So that 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 worked well. Um what else movie could be a musical? I said Drive. But think of Drive just like Phantom of the Opera or The Nutcracker. The Nutcracker never really says anything in the Nutcracker play or the, the musical. So it could be just like that. Um, what else movie can be turned into a musical? Uh, anything DC because they need help. <laughs> <laughs> they need help. So anything DC. I don't want to see Batman as a musical. <laughs> <laughs> they probably already got. They already got Batman the musical. Oh they did God. that. Really? They did that did they? before. I know they did Spider Man a musical. They did Batman. It, it went like horrible. The Batman musical came out. Oh no! You know what? I'm thinking about Prince music video for <laughs> my fault. Um, <laughs> they didn't. What else could uh, possibly be? I mean, if you guys have any suggestions, you can leave a comment. Hit us up on Twitter. What movie do you actually believe can be turned into a musical? Or what live uh, histor- historic event can be turned into a musical? Um, some people might say Gettysburg could be turned into a musical. It could be like Beat It. You know what I mean? Uh, we we have uh, Lincoln come out and he'd be Michael Jackson. They told you, don't you ever come around here. Oh, shit. <laughs> You better disappear or something. Just the fire's in your eyes. Better do what you can. And not the, not the, what you call it. Not the, what's the Fallout Boy version. I'm talking about the original. <laughs> Fallout Boy is just too aggressive. It's too aggressive. It's not, it's not what you call it. We could do that. Who's bad? You can have that one. Who, what, what music could, be, could use who's bad? Michael, no. Could they do that, Batman? No. What movie could do Who's Bad? Scarface. Don't, don't, don't. Your word is mine. <laughs> 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 
gonna be hot. But would he still have the the Cuban Miami accent? Yes. <laughs> the one is mine. <laughs> you Who's do bad man. You do this to me. <laughs> I love you. I love you, man. <laughs> I love you. Oh my gosh. Should we talk about Ronda Rousey? Yes, let's talk about Ronda Rousey. That was on TV. Yes, we talk it about was on TV, TV too. Even though it's about sports, but <sighs> everybody knows about it because she did it for the snap. Um, everybody has seen it. People who haven't even paid for it seen the whole fight. And you know what's funny about that? Um, I was at work yesterday, and one of my colleagues was saying, like, yeah, I didn't see the whole fight, man, but I saw what was on Instagram, and I was like... How can you not see the whole fight? It was only 48 seconds. That's what I told him. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you saw the whole fight? He says, that was the whole fight? I'm like, yeah. He says, yeah, but it was like she just got punched all the... Yeah. So what it. you did not see is that they didn't do the whole... The referee then says what the stipulations are, and she didn't slap gloves. You saw the fight. In his entirety. That was the whole fight. And he was like, damn. I'm like, yeah, man. She wasn't winning going in. Uh, she got paid $3 million for it, though. She got $3 million. Uh-huh. She trains for a whole year for this. No, she didn't. That's what they said. That's what know. they said. I'm going off of what I heard on. Yo, I mean, everybody, year. everybody who doesn't fight wants to throw in. I don't fight. I'm going to throw in my two cents just like everybody else. Um, from what I've known about Ronda Rousey, she, she, what you call it? She went to, um, she competed in the Olympics for jujitsu. She got bronze. There's only two people in the world who are better than her, right? She got bronze rather than she got a, she got a, she took two L's just like a uh, canceled in England. She took two L's, right? <laughs> And rather than go to the bread and butter of what she know, like rather than go to the bread and butter that she knows, she wanted to stand up with these two cats. <clears throat> both of these guys, both of these women, my bad, no, no disrespect, are are fighters. They're strikers. Why would you want to strike with somebody who 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 you know for a fact that uh, who's a gold medalist? Why Why would you want to <laughs> go strike? <clears throat> When you can't, when you can't strike, she, you know what it is? It's like, um, what I think was, was happening in her camp is like what happens to most like artists and hip hop artists when you got nothing but a bunch of yes men around you and yeah, you could do that. You could do that too. That's how, that's how we got Usher to be in movies. It was a mistake because she, he's around a whole bunch of yes men. That's what happened to Ronda Rousey. She was around a whole bunch of yes men who were telling her, like, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you can stand up with this person. Yo, you got hands better than her. You're bigger than her. You can knock her out. She just kicked you right in the face, and you didn't even see it coming. That's the first one. Now, this one right here, at least she gave you the dignity. And Herb Dean, I think who was the referee, who gave you the respect to not let you fall on the floor and just call the fight while you were holding on to the ring. God bless that man because he just saved, like, years off your life. Even your mom said when they interviewed her, which I don't even know why they would, but she said, um, she said, what, what did she say? Um, she's a pretty girl. She's smart. She's pretty. Why don't she just leave uh, fighting to, to the, what you call it, the not so pretty, not so pretty, uh, not so pretty, not so smart people. I'm sorry, not so pretty, not so smart people. 
but you guys can continue fighting. My girl got to do something better. I love you, man. <laughs> it, yo, it was, <laughs> it was a, oh my gosh. But yo, every fight beyond that point were, was great. Every fight was like, yo, this is awesome. They all went five rounds. I should have known that this fight would have went short because every fight went the distance. And how, how, how much time is each round? Uh, three minutes. Three minutes, man. Jesus. She went down 48 seconds. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing for her. And on top of that, I've been seeing like a lot of people, because you know, there's a lot of people who are out there who are like, oh, I'm going to dissect these videos of Ronda Rousey playing and, and fighting and stuff like that. And they said, yo, she's not a, she's not a, she's not a team player. She's not a, what you call it? Not real good at a defeat. She's bitter. And she's yeah. mean and stuff. Do but you think she's going to fight again? I don't know. She was suicidal last time she fought. Jesus. Yeah. She was on suicide watch for three months last time she fought. Um, I don't know if Ellen going to do any interviews with her now. I mean, you got to talk her off a bridge now. But I think I think with the what's her what's her name Nunez the the other fighter yeah what she said as soon as the fight was over was actually pretty right like look I'm the new champion forget mm. about her she's still gonna do movies yeah. you're probably gonna do a documentary on her like she's fine they ain't gonna do no documentary on her like Nobody, she, you know America doesn't like losers but <laughs> so I think someone's gonna do a documentary. About her, her about like her career and then her loss or whatever. Um, but she's still gonna do movies. I mean, she's in the Fast and Furious now. Well, she's gonna do a porn about it. Like, <laughs> I mean, she is fine. She's okay. I think she's in the new Fast and Furious. Yeah, she was in the last one. I thought she. I didn't think she was gonna be in this one. I know they wanted to do another Roundhouse, not Roundhouse movie. What's the movie? With Wait, was it the last one or the one before last? No, nah, it was the the one when they. Start throwing cars off of buildings. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. But what was that movie that had Patrick Swayze in it? Roundhouse? Uh huh. That's the name of the movie, right? They're supposed to be doing another one where her playing Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse. 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 Roundhouse is what he does in the movie (laughs) to another guy's face. (laughs) Yeah, Roadhouse. They were supposed to do that one. Um, I'm not sure if that movie is scrapped, but to be honest, if I was her, I would have took that first L and I would have called it quits. It's better for people to think that you could have been a contender and you could have went far rather than people know that you couldn't. You know what I mean? Because no. <laughs> now people just like, yeah, she ain't going far. Rather than, oh, I just lost one, but you lost one. Even that last fight was like, I've seen losers. I've seen winners lose before, and I've never seen losers. I mean, I've never seen winners lose like Ronda Rousey did in both of those fights. I've said that the last fight, yo. Winners don't lose like that. Um, <clears throat> Mike Tyson, when he lost, it wasn't that. It wasn't that dramatic. Yeah. Roy Jones, I'm talking about in his prime when he lost, it wasn't like that. Uh, what Chuck Liddell, when he lost, it wasn't like that. I mean, he got knocked out by um, dude who went to your job. I forgot the guy's Rashad name. Evans. Rashad Evans, right? When he got knocked out by Rashad Evans. Dude, he was he wasn't getting constantly getting connected with his face. It was a knockout punch, like one of those. Rashad Evans, by the way, is like one of the nicest guys I met. Oh, he seems nice. Yeah. His wife is nice too. He's like really really cool guy, down to earth. Oh, for real? Yeah, he was polite to all of us, and he like shook all of our hands. He took pictures with some of the employees, and like he kept thanking me, like, "Oh, thank you for everything, man. Everything was great." And really nice guy. 
That's dope, man. I'm happy that he's like that. What you call it? Like, even Rashad Evans when he lost, like you, when pe- when people when when winners lose, when champions lose, they don't lose in like this. Oh my gosh, like lopsided. Uh, what you call it? It's always like, yeah, okay, it was just by chance, and it's by chance, or oh, maybe they got like outclassed in one position kind of thing. But when Ronda Rousey lost, it was like somebody threw me into a UFC ring, and I just woke up. Like, they just told me, hey, Pat, get up. And I already got gloves on. I'm like, what the fuck happened? What's going Dude, on? Dude, that thing happened. I, I looked back at you. I was like, wait, was that it? Because it happened so fast that I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand what was that. When when uh, when the referee jumped in, I was like, wait, what? Huh? What? What's that? That was... It was so fast that it was weird for me. I was like, wait, it, it's not supposed to happen that fast. Dude, there's a lot of people were saying, like, yo, she didn't want to fight. Dude, well, she's been fighting ever since she was a little she's kid. She's been fighting, but, like, dude, she didn't even put. Three million. She, But, like, she didn't even try to protect her face. Like, she didn't even try to dodge she them. She just went for the legs, man. No judo toss, no judo nothing, man. She just. I don't know if she tried to make a statement. Maybe this is supposed to be a statement for feminism or something that I just didn't get because it went over my head. She looked like Rocky. In Rocky 1, <laughs> he takes every hit to the face, and he does not put his hands up at any point. Nah. He just takes those hits. She was more like, uh, what you call it, uh, Apollo Creed going against Ivan Draco. Oh, yeah. There we go. Throw in the towel. <laughs> Throw in the towel. <laughs> Ooh, it was, a bad, it, was bad, it was a bad experience for everybody involved. Especially the people who are like Ronda Rousey fans, and dude, and I gradually saw the decline. Yo, she she took more L's in one year than I've ever seen. Oh my god! Like last year, not 2016, but 2015, she was on the height of exposure. Thought there was there was people who didn't know anything about MMA who were talking about her. Women were jumping in MMA saying like, "Yo, she." I was 17 seconds your ass kind of shit because, you know, she's knocking out people with 17 seconds and it's like Instagram was going crazy. There was this one girl who's on my Instagram who I went to high school with who's like, you know, she's a family woman. You know, she she goes to work and she has uh, like three kids, all who are in like sports and stuff like that. And she was constantly posting up Ronda Rousey inspirational quotes. Don't be a do nothing bitch and all that other stuff. She was posting up all this other stuff. And I was, I was like, yeah, I'm into it. I'm 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 happy that people who don't know about MMA are getting into it kind of stuff because maybe this thing will blow it up. <clears throat> she took that one L, and it was so it was so devastating. It was like she never saw one of her champions lose like that before because champions are not supposed to lose like that. Those things stopped. Those those inspirational quotes stopped. Those those posts of Ronda Rousey with her stopped. Because she was like, yo, it was a false idol. That's what happened. Just like in that movie when Moses threw uh, the Ten Commandments at that false idol. And it opened up a gate to hell. That's exactly what Ronda Rousey did. That's what Holly Holmes did to Ronda Rousey's face. Threw the Ten Commandments right at her goddamn face. <laughs> false idol. That's what happened. And it was, it was tragic for everybody who was involved. False idol, everybody. They're out there. And Ronda Rousey was one of them. I hope she, uh, she wins uh, an MTV award. For best actress or something, or best, best sports actress, best sports uh, like they got a sports actor, right? I don't know. Maybe she won a. They could just make one up. It's the MTV SP Movie Award. Awards. It it's is best SP Award or something. They got one for best acting in sports 
I'm a sports person and I act. They got one of those, right? They At don't? the ESPYS? Yeah. No, ESPYS is for sports. Period. They don't have no. They don't have no. No, because like, it has nothing to oh, do I, with that. Oh wait, uh, I'm a I'm a sports guy, but I also act. But the, I'm the best one out of all the sports guy who act. No. Uh, no. Well, they may, they need to because that's a hard category to <laughs> decide who the winner is. Because they're all horrible. Well, I mean, except you're if you're Michael Jordan in Space Jam. <laughs> well, he nah, but what about Shaq and Shazam? Shaq is horrible <laughs> in and every Shazam? movie. He, yes, he raps in that movie, and it was horrible. Alakazam, dog. Shazam. He was in the movie Steel. That movie was horrible. Oh man, that you movie forget? was so bad. I don't even remember it, and I saw it, dude. I swear to God, there's a scene at the end. There's a building on fire. He has a bomb that's about to detonate, mm-hmm. and he wants to throw it out. Like I don't think it's out a window. I think it's like through a hole in the wall. But you know how Shaq is bad at free throws in real life, uh-huh. and it was supposed to be like that epic climax moment where like, oh, he made the shot, <laughs> and he throws it through the hole. That this? was the climax of the movie. You know, the crazy? writers actually thought that was a good idea. You know what's crazy about that? While I was watching uh, the Bear Grylls and Visitor or Guest. Shaq had to do the same thing in Bear Grylls thing. Bear Grylls said, "Okay, uh, what I like to do is, you know, we had to keep our food and our camping gear up on trees just in case we get bears, so you know bears won't find the food." And he asked Shaq to, and uh, he asked Shaq, he says, "Can you throw this uh, bag oh over this tree branch?" And it was high; it was a high one. And Shaq said that people think I can't; uh, I'm not good at free throws. I'm only good. I make the shot when it matters. That's what he said. And they made they they built up this moment, man. I mean, they went to commercial in preparation of this moment. <laughs> and he shot it, but it was like it was a branch, you homie. You know what I mean? It was a branch. It's not a basket. It's not a hole. It was a branch, dog. And you're like like ten foot tall. So all you had to do was just reach over. And he just he just launches it. And it goes over with ease. And it was like, oh. <laughs> like, wow, I guess you could make. That's what Bear Grylls says. Wow, I guess you could. So I guess you do make the shots when it matters. Also, it never mattered when you played basketball. It doesn't. It didn't matter. But it, it does matter when there's a tree involved. When there's a tree. And I guess their life is at, at stake. But it was. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. It, it's funny, man. And Shaq. I mean, has he made a good movie? Has he been in a good movie? No. He's so not the, an actor. So he can't, only... dude. He sounds like an idiot even when he's talking like normal. <laughs> so, are you saying the only sports guy turned actor to make it to to actually do a decent thing to make a decent performance was Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan or who else? Penny Hardaway and he got game. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. Not Penny Hardaway. Um, I forgot his name. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. And he Ray Allen him. was better than Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Wait. Ray man. Allen's performance was good. And then who else did we get? But he didn't say as many lines as Michael Jordan. Yeah, he did. I think he, the movie was about him. Yeah, but. Oh, Denzel Washington had more lines. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Hell. his I think his performance was just more dramatic. Yeah, fair. I think I think the reason why we remember Space Jam so much was because it was such a blockbuster hit 
That movie made millions at the box and office. And the theme song. Got that pedophile who made that good ass theme song. A pedophile. Oh, uh, what you call it, man? Uh, R. Kelly. Oh, that song. I was thinking about the uh, yeah. Welcome oh. to the Jam. Oh, this yeah. ba- that song. That was, that was the same group that did uh, Comment, right? The Train. Yeah. Oh, I was man. thinking of that song. But yeah, you're right. Yo, Ari Kelly, yeah. You know what? It's Space Jam. My favorite song was the song for the other guys. The villains? What mm. was the name? Cause the Monster Squad. Yeah, the Monster Squad. Because it had, it had DMX. They had a song. It was called The Monstars or something like that. It was DMX. I think it was Red Man, Method Man. It was all these dudes. And I'm like, yo, this song is... Oh, <laughs> it, yo! It was that was a better song than uh, the any other Space Jam song, but nobody gave that song any love because it came from it came from the Monstars. Are there any other athletes turned actors? I don't think there is any. We might have to do a, a separate podcast just on that because I can't even think of any who uh, who actually put on a good performance. There has to be some. Wait, O.J. Simpson and uh, LeBron James in uh, Trainwreck. Mm. O.J. Simpson in The Naked Gun. Yeah, O.J. Simpson in The Naked Gun and O.J. Simpson almost in Terminator. He almost was a Terminator. He could have been Terminator, which would have been crazy. But I think LeBron James. Nah, but he didn't have that many lines. You know what? Nah. I the feel, Rock. I mean, was was wrestling an athlete? Well, he used to be in high school sports. Then The Rock would just take everything. If, if, if we're just going by that. We're talking about athletes who have actually done something with their sports career. Hmm. I don't think there's any. Well, you know what? We're going to turn this into another episode. Um, what's coming up? Oh, we could do this around Super Bowl time. Yeah. Let's we could do, do this around Super Bowl time. But everybody, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Whoa, 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 frog in my throat. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode of We Synced It. I have been Pat. And this was Kev. And have a good one. Yes, and um, the reason... Welcome to the Tell Slate, everyone. (laughs) Uh, We went back to the uh, intro song that we were playing in the beginning of the episode, and the reason why is because we just had to play that guitar solo. Yeah. It was pretty badass. I think the reason why they put that song while Beethoven was playing in the keyboard in the movie was because that little guitar part, I think it's actually supposed to be from a Beethoven song. They just played it on the guitar. And dun 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 dun. I think that's from like an old Beethoven song. Maybe that, okay, maybe that'll make sense. To me, it just seemed because like, it sounded like a classical yeah. part. When I was dun 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 dun, dun that. What was that? What song is that? <laughs> I don't know, but um, somebody farted. The P-U. real t- tell of the yeah. <laughs> the the real tell of the slate. Wait, I think I said the real song that we wanted to play is um. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it right now. It's a song that everybody knows. No, actually nobody really nobody cares knows. about. Nobody knows. Nobody cares about, but 
we, you know, me and Kevin believe that it was the baddest track on the Space Jam soundtrack that nobody was showing love to. Uh, I don't even think uh, it got any nominations, even though um, <clears throat> uh, R- Ricky Martin, not Ricky Martin, uh, R. Kelly, I think he got an Oscar or some type of Grammy for his uh, Space Jam performance. I believe that they should have given it to um, these these group of gentlemen, this group of gentlemen. And this group of gentlemen consists of Busta Rhymes, mm-hmm. Coolio, mm. LL Cool J. Yep. Method Man yep. and Be Real, mm. and the song is Hit 'em High. Yes. Earthlings, we have now taken over your radio. song on uh, on the whole album and you know they only played that song in the movie for like a little snippet and that's when the Monstars was coming out yeah. and that was it I hit him I hit him that's all you heard that's it you know in real life if the Monstars were to play uh, against the Looney Tunes they would have definitely won because the Monstars are basically like uh, Cleveland Cavaliers and Looney Tunes are um uh, they were technically they were the dream team. Yeah, they were the dream yeah, team, the Monstars. <laughs> oh, so wait, right now we can basically say that the Monstars are. Can we say that they're um, Golden State? Nah, cause they're not even. Golden State lost against Cleveland. Yeah, I guess you could say Cleveland now. Cleveland, even though Golden State has like this amazing team that before the season started, everybody was like, yeah, man, they're gonna. They're going to form Captain Planet. They've got everybody. <laughs> they got Earth, Wind, Fire, Heart, and I'm missing somebody. I'm missing a couple. But they got all the teams. It's it's ridiculous. That's what I, that's why I feel what the NBA has turned into. Because it's always the big three. What do you think? Uh, what do you think they're going to need for Space Jam 2 with LeBron James? That Space Jam 1 didn't have. They're going to need some more uh, cartoon characters. I don't think people, I don't think kids relate to Bugs Bunny and stuff anymore. Do you think? I don't think so. I think they're going to have to actually show him dominating. One thing I was disappointed even as a kid when I saw Space Jam was the fact that he dunks at the end, but because he becomes a cartoon, he stretches his arm across. Like I would have loved to see him just dunk as Michael Jordan and still win the game because he did his dunk. Like he did his dunk. That's like he had to stoop the, to their level yeah. in order to dunk. I don't know. Are they still gonna do that? Uh, that movie? Uh, I, don't know. I would love to see the Looney Tunes come back. Yeah, it's gonna be just for us. It's gonna be for us, though. It's not really for kids. But I would like to see that too. Him just dominate. Him running the picks. I would like to see uh, what you call it, run a pick. Uh, Donald Duck run a pick. That's my favorite Looney Tunes character. Daffy Donald Duck. Duck. Daffy. Donald Duck is a Disney. Well, I like, I like them ducks, man. <laughs> but Daffy Duck, I like to see him uh, run a pick. I think it would be pretty funny. I would like. Because who's funny? Uh, the pig. 
Mr. Pig, Porky Pig. Porky Pig, because he was the only character in the movie who was actually like, he looked like he used to watch the game. Because he had on the little straps. And he was saying, like, yeah, he had the headband and he was calling, like, plays and stuff. So it was like, yo, he actually watches the game. None of these other dudes actually watch the game. I think it was Porky Pig and the, the dude who actually hunts down, uh, uh, Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. I think both of those people, they watch the game. Everybody else, they, they, they know of it. It's like, yeah, I know of basketball, but I don't watch the game. I don't watch the game. And what did they do? They didn't show them no love. At least show Porky Pig hitting threes. He looked like a character who'd be hitting threes, man. That's it, like, choo, And he should be hitting straight three. In the movie, they should have had him be the, oh, yo, this might be our, uh, our saving grace. And then they take him out. That's what should have happened to Porky Pig. But they didn't want to do that to him. You know what? They should have like one of the monsters should have hit him, and then it would have fixed his speech impediment. So he was talking straight. He was talking regular again. Yeah. And then later on, they, they fuck him up. You know what was interesting about Space Jam was the fact that they played off of an actual event, like Michael Jordan leaving basketball to go to baseball, and everyone criticized him. So if it was LeBron James, is it going to be the whole thing of him going to Miami and then going back to Cleveland? Are they going to play off? that maybe also the cleveland cavaliers you have to be and on his way back to cleveland he gets uh kidnapped by these cartoons <laughs> oh my gosh that'd be pretty funny so is that time cap or maybe uh the lebron james that came to miami wasn't really lebron james it was a cartoon character the whole time and then he goes back home that's a funny, that's a funny version <laughs> So then they'll show him in the locker room doing crazy stuff. <laughs> He's like, oh, like, oh my gosh, that's a funny story. Have you heard about this whole thing about um, LeBron James being better than uh, surpassing Jordan? Yeah. What'd you think? Is it obvious? I think the Chicago Bulls were an amazing team altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh,. I'm not going to say Michael Jordan wasn't the greatest player. He is one of the greatest players of all time. But Michael Jordan was like like a finisher, you know? What I have a lot of respect for when it comes to LeBron James is that, yo, he could play any position. He could play center just as good as Shaquille O'Neal. He can play shooting guard just as good as Michael Jordan. He could be an awesome point guard. Like, he can play any role. And I don't think I saw that with... Jordan. Jordan. Also, LeBron James is good defensively too. Yeah, I've seen him block shots like amazingly. That I remember when uh, LeBron, uh, when LeBron, when uh, Allen Iverson was going up against Michael Jordan and he shook him with the crossover and actually made Michael Jordan fall. I remember that game, and it's on YouTube. That. They don't talk about that, man. They don't talk about that. <laughs> I never saw that happen to LeBron. I never saw someone shake up LeBron like that. Yo, I've seen LeBron James. Chase somebody down on a fast break, and while the dude's about to dunk, slap that shit out the way, which is embarrassing because I know, I know that feeling of like, yo, I got this shot, and you're I'm by the yourself. Only one here. I'm the only one here, bro. What I'm gonna do? I might put it between my legs. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. Wow, just get that shit slapped out of your hand. That has happened to me on the court before. Like, I'm like, I just get chased down. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what happened? <laughs> Oh, you like you just look at your hands like, what happened? It was all me. I had the glorious moment and got, got taken away from me. He's done that. He's done that numerous times, man. That's like his move. 
So I mean, I mean, that's one of those uh, what do they call that um, barbershop arguments that uh, <laughs> that just will never stop because people like to bring up uh, Michael Jordan and say that yo he got a hello that he's got he got ample rings more than uh, LeBron James, but. What, what's that? But the argument that that people are throwing in is like, what if Scottie Pippen wasn't on the Chicago Bulls? Would Michael Jordan have won that many rings? Mm. I don't think so. Yo, like they had Dennis Rodman on their team. Dennis Rodman was one of the best like rebounders in the entire league. Would they have had possession of the ball that many times if if Dennis Rodman wasn't on their team? Like he was a really good defensive player. So. That was their power three. You know, Chicago Bulls was legendary. That was a legendary team, but they were a legendary team because they had all the elements. They had all the positions. Like, they were a dream team. They had the best defensive positions covered. They had the best offensive positions covered. That's it. Like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Michael Jordan has all these rings. Yeah, so do the other players on that team. The other players that played on the Chicago Bulls have the same amount of rings, too. So why don't we talk about them, then? (laughs) You're right. You're so right. And on top of that, when Jordan went on to uh, to the Wizards, he didn't get another ring. LeBron went to another team and got another ring. Yep. And then he came back. So he went to two separate teams, played with two separate groups of people, and got a ring. And uh, what you call it, uh, they were saying that um, what uh, LeBron has broken up more big threes than uh, any NBA player. And that's true. You, no, you can't. It's, it's, it's different from like, okay, we got to go against a team. But rather than it's like, yeah, we got to go against this one person. Dude, he's one of those people like LeBron James. Oh, man, he's like a creative character, dog. <laughs> He's like one of those people like, yeah, you don't play with Bo Jackson when you're playing Tecmo Bowl. You don't play with Mike, you don't play with uh, LeBron James if you're playing basketball in real life. <laughs> you don't. And it's, it's ridiculous, man. I still don't think that he's a better actor than Jordan, though. <laughs> but uh, that's it. Um, catch you guys next week. Where we'll be covering... Um, the rise of um, action movies. And what is the best roles that Donald Trump has been in? Stay tuned.